Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Gaming's Let's Discuss. Dang it, Danny! <laughs> that's good. Dang it, yeah, that's not... That's it's, uh, we're going to discuss um, the Dark Phoenix uh, movie tonight. So we're going to go around the table here and uh, just get everybody's impressions. Aftershock Extreme was the best movie in the entire series. <laughs> Aftershock gives his impression, you just reach over and click his mic on. This is heavily... Spoilered, so if uh, you're worried about spoilers at this point, then turn away. I mean, this movie's been out for years. <laughs> I mean, no, technically, I think that you could enjoy listening to our pa- our podcast on it more than actually going to see it. So. <laughs> so. I'm guessing that's your impression. <laughs> <laughs> Pay us the money that you would have bought your ticket with. So what we'll do is we'll go around, and I will not only introduce yourself, but also give you your... Uh, Expert opinion. Impression upon the movie. First impression. Okay. First impression upon it. And right. we'll move on to the next. So we'll right. start with you. Uh, I'm Sean. Uh, I thought it had some issues, but in general, I liked it. That was short oh, sweet. Okay. Well, wow, that was the... Okay. <laughs> so who you are. I'm Ronnie, and my impression of the movie was... Words I cannot say in this podcast, but yes, I did not like the movie. It's um, there are parts of it I enjoyed, then a lot of it I did not enjoy. Mm. It just uh, and left me felt wanting. I wanted. How many Franken castles do you give it? There's not enough Franken castles to give it. No That's a lot. It's the inside joke. That's a lot of Franken castles. It's a comic book joke. Um, hi, my name is Tony, um, hi, Tony. long-time avid Uncanny X-Men reader. Hi, Sean. Um, I would say that after seeing this movie, I believe that there were several aesthetically pleasing cinematic shots within the movie that don't necessarily string together, and it lacked in proper writing and direction. Uh, <laughs> that, that was well put. That hurt to do that. I'm Dan. Uh, I thought it was an okay movie for the end of an era. And he's a long time avid a- animation watcher. Yeah, I used to watch the animated series. Looking forward to that coming back. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to have a podcast on that. <laughs> um, Casey, and I'm not a comic book reader. I'm not any type of follower of comics. But I am the wife to, to one. You married to one, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I liked it. <laughs> but there's only one thing I didn't like. What's that? It didn't match the ending of the other movie. The one that came right before it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Apocalypse. You mean it actually happens in Hollywood? (laughs) (laughs) You mean one director doesn't watch the other director's movie? Oh, I thought we were going to start having a podcast on One Direction for a minute. (laughs) Some of the songs I like, some of them I don't. Oh, it's my turn? Um, No worries, look at you. Yeah, I, uh, like, initial impressions. Well, you're John. Like, do you mean like 
the first 10 minutes or like uh your first impression out of the movie like, out of the movie yeah out of the movie when you were playing on your phone instead of watching the movie. uh i would say it was eh, like yeah. just mm -hmm. uh i would put it on par maybe slightly above uh x-men 3. which grumpy cat face would you use i don't know that metric but yeah, like uh, the previous two movies were light years above. If you were one of the people that did not like uh, the Apocalypse movie, then you shouldn't like this. It's it's far worse. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, I liked it. I liked Apocalypse. I, I liked awesome. Apocalypse pretty good. Tell us how you really feel. Well, I mean, it's it's a movie, so I enjoyed it. It's a fun time. <laughs> but like, if we're going to be critical, and we are. Uh, we are critiquing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then like, yeah, it's it, it was not as good as it could have been. Um, in any way, shape, or form. Nowhere near. I feel like I could blame one person entirely. Yeah, it really is sad Dang. that it's the last X-Men. <laughs> Simon Kinberg, I would blame him entirely, but that's just my personal opinion. We've read his, I mean, you know, we've read all the interviews on the various entertainment sites. It's like, yeah, we're going to change the ending. Do, 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 do. Sure. Well, the original ending wasn't any feel, better. Yes. Well, <coughs> my name is Scott. I am the moderator. The uh, Fugitive Sleeper. Yes. El Capitan. And uh, my impression of the movie was, uh, well, like the uh, part of the movie, it was a train wreck. So. <laughs> Not quite as bad as Spawn the movie? Or did that have more redeeming qualities for you? I like the animated Spawn. Spawn was worse to me. Yeah. Like, is there a reason you're comparing it to Spawn? Like, out of the <laughs> blue? <laughs> because that ranks up there with really bad comic book movies. Okay, okay. I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, that's probably because Spawn only had a single movie. This yeah. one had the others to back it up. And then you made it. Yeah. And there's, there's, I mean, there's, I... there's, there's so many consistencies in it. And uh, just some other stuff that just uh, didn't really quite make much sense to me. Kind of drew me out of it, the experience. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll so, open the computer and watch it. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and go around here, and uh, let's see. <clears throat> let's go ahead and go with what was your favorite part in the movie? Uh, I'd say the uh, action sequences and the fight scenes. I thought they really utilized all the different mutant powers really well. Uh, showed them off, showed them what they could do. Um, I just thought they looked really amazing, especially like the final sequence on the train. So. Did one of those stand out to you particularly? Like uh, one of the mutant sequences? Or? I mean, I thought they all... Uh, I mean, well, spoilers like, are already born. Well, no, like so I you said can they, be like, oh, Nightcrawler became a psychotic serial yeah. killer. And you well, really love that part. I was sitting next to you. You got giddy. <laughs> well, I already said that the uh, train was my favorite part. And the best, I, already said, oh, I didn't say on the podcast, but my favorite death was when, which sounds weird to say, but uh, was when Nightcrawler grabbed the person, teleported from the train, and just teleported Smile out of the way. and left, yeah. Yeah. I know, you kind of lived, it was like a squeal of joy. <laughs> I think it was more of a laugh. Sounds a little like, disturbing, but, actually. Yeah. We got our own Nightcrawler right here. <laughs> my favorite part of the movie, well, that's kind of hard because I hate it. Um, but one of the scenes I actually enjoyed was actually seeing Cyclops actually use his freaking powers for once the way he's supposed to. 
and when he actually, my favorite scene was when he redirected his optic blast and bounced it off things to knock hit out purple cool. Yeah, yeah, knock out generic mutant number five. Yeah. <laughs> Who's, oh, she's as powerful as Charles? Yeah, that was a problem I had. Step off, man, step off. If this was Patrick Stewart, she would have been dead already. I'm going to point out, Charles was busy doing other stuff. He was controlling that, yeah, that's true. He was controlling a lot. We'll get to that part of it. I feel like he stole mine. But that's okay, because we share a lot of the same opinions and ideas and a soul. Sorry, Casey, he's my soul. Um, honestly, if I'm not going to say the Cyclops trajectory ricochet uh, effect, I'd have to say when Magneto rolls up into the strange Hellfire, not Hellfire clubhouse and is like trying to approach Gene, and Gene's like, oh, were you trying to kill me? Let me show you how to do that. And then yeah. it starts crushing the helmet onto his head, and it's like, I for a minute there really did think she was going to squeeze his head like Oh, yeah, I did too. And his eyes were going to pop out. I was like, they're just going to do stuff yeah. in this movie that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. That would have shocked me far more than the death scene that was supposed to. Yeah, I agree. But then she ripped the helmet apart and just used it to fillet him a little bit. Yeah, but I was kind of actually, deadly. I was a little disappointed that... You know, she didn't just take the opportunity to crush him because that would have been like emotionally maybe she jarring. Had more damage going on, just like an ear that got puffed up, like an old boxing yeah. boxer's mm -hmm. ear, you know, or something. Yeah, the other character you mentioned, her death was like broadcast a mile away. I knew it that was. It was. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, that was painful to watch. Was, what, I was totally surprised when that happened. Yeah, whatever, dude. Okay, what was your favorite scene, Daniel? <laughs> My favorite scene was when they actually go to space. That was and she was pulling the cosmic storm into her. Into her. Uh, I was like, okay, that's that's pretty much how Phoenix happened. True. Pretty mm -hmm. close in the comics, except it was a crashing special. But pretty close. I like seeing that be close to the comics. Where it's almost like Marvel where they say, well, we know we're not going to give you exactly what, what it was, but we're going to make the spirit be alive in it. Right. Yeah. The spirit of the order. The spirit, spirit of the law. of the phoenix. Yeah, the spirit of the phoenix was alive in that part of the movie. Yeah, I felt that they did that part of the movie pretty well. Like, uh, I enjoyed that. This phoenix uh, better than X3. I kind of had the opposite. Like, really? I like that it was the cosmic force, not just she was really about mutant, but the whole, I um, guess that later, but like just the whole uh, first part of the movie was just, there were a lot of things that were really cheesy to me. Oh yeah, everything was horrible. I'm just saying, this one thing was not as horrible. Casey, what was your favorite part? Um, I like the way her eyes looked. Oh yeah, she has beautiful eyes. Yeah. A little bit of blue, a little bit of green, and then like star bolts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was neat. Yeah. I like how they did that. Really pretty. I like the lines all over her face and everything. Like the power is trying to explode out. And very, very Mass Effect 3. Okay. But imagine if you were on a date with a person. Okay. You kiss him and then Hey John, what, uh, what was the question? What favorite part of the movie? Favorite, favorite part. Scene, favorite part favorite of, of the movie. The, the time that you looked up out of your phone. 
Yeah, no, um, that would have been, if that had happened, it would have been, uh, I'm going to say the Nightcrawler scene when he goes psycho. Uh, like, I don't appreciate it from, like, a writing perspective, but for, like, you know, a fun uh, sequence, I think that I enjoy that sequence the most. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, and I guess I'm, really there's nothing other good about it, you know. <laughs> Jeez. We're gonna say something nice at some Well, point. I thought I thought Sophie Turner did a good job, yeah. like uh, acting wise, um, and I mean, you know, they were all all the actors were pretty good. It's just uh, they suffered from a, a poor script and in a some, bad direction. In a bad direction. Oh, I, I don't want to say. Ginsburg. Hey, we're pouring our fingers at you. I don't want to say bad. Sophie Turner just came off of Game of Thrones, which is epically written pretty well. Well, it's written and then rewritten yeah. well. I mean, it's just all around good. Yeah. I don't think that that ruined her on her acting a bit. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's so all she went from good her. writing to eh. Yeah, no, like poor, poor, poor girl, poor girl. Scott, what was your favorite part of the whole movie? And you cannot say the credits. <laughs> The after credit scene. The, the post credit was uh, awesome. Yeah, everybody should stay for that last uh, spoiler uh, credit scene. Definitely. I was always expecting a trailer. <laughs> like, don't worry, we'll fix this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, see, my favorite scene from the movie. I actually think hard about this one. Yeah. Because um, everything was so jumbled up in there. Yeah. Uh, man. It really was. Okay. I gotta say, my favorite scene <clears throat> was in the beginning. Um, after Xavier meets Jean. And that he's having that conversation with her, you know, and then, uh, you know, he basically gives her the, the whole uh, allusion to the pen, you know, like gives her the pen yeah. and explains the gift, you know. That was a good and then yeah. even yeah. then, yeah. I had the next scene afterwards when they're, you know, at the house and she's like, yeah, I can't live here. This is too nice. And they're talking about that part where, you know, about being broken, she breaks stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she's like, can you fix me, you know. And then that's when he explains to her, you're not broken. Yeah, I like that. I thought and that was that, nice. I felt that was a powerful, like, it was a good, powerful way to start the movie. And it should have probably ended at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it was a good speech, though. Was really, because yeah. really good. That was perfect. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So This one lacked the beautiful. sincerity, though, it, just on that point, on that scene that you're specifically talking about. I, I liked a lot of the words. It just didn't seem to have the same sincerity that when James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart had their conversation in Days of Future Past. That was really heartfelt and very strong. And he's talking about how his power comes from here, not from here. And I was just, I mean, I got into that. Mm -hmm. And this one, it was like, I really liked what he was saying. I just had no emotions about My it. My biggest disconnect on that is that ultimately she had to have forgotten all of that. He had to have overwritten all of that in her brain in order for her to forget that she killed her parents. Well, you can take parts. And, and when did he yeah. actually do the mind wipe? That's what I wanted to that, know. That's it's what like, I'm wondering. It's like it never. It's like it never alluded to when, and that really bothers. Because it had to have been after he took her to the mansion. No, <laughs> it doesn't have to. Oh, she was a weaker psychic than he was. He could have rolled in the room and already wiped her. But why is she worried about breaking things? Exactly. Because she's when broken other things. She was talking about pictures of ice tea. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I might well, it was obvious. Well, her parents were aware that uh, the child had some sort of destructive capability. Right. 
She'd done this a few times. Yeah. This was just the first time she completely killed her mother. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, at the beginning they were just alluding they were yeah in the commercial. Okay. Okay. All right. So at least we all said our best part of the movie. Yes. All right. So let's go with what. Trying to think hard about this now. But what is probably the worst part of the movie? The worst. The worst. The worst part. Yeah. Sean, go first, so I have time to think. I, uh, honestly, like, the first 30 minutes were super spotty to me, because there were really great scenes like that with Professor X and Young Jean Grey, and then there were, like, super cheesy moments when they go to space, and then, like, Nightcrawler goes over with Jean Grey, and the ship's breaking apart, and he, like, uh, Quicksilver, or, yeah, I think Quicksilver, like, tapes a helmet to his head, and he's like, oh, yeah, that'll protect him from space. Like, no other kind of spacesuit on him, but that protects him. Oh, well, he was and, wearing leather. And, but, like, that that kind of, like, took me out of it. And then just different scenes in, like, the first 30 minutes, like, when they that came back. That makes sense in Quicksilver's mind, though. Yeah. I mean, the way they iterated yeah. that character so far, he's really into duct tape. Because it fixes everything. And he's not exactly a genius. Yeah, but... So he put him in his head he was like, that'll work, right? But, like, also when they came back to Earth and everyone was cheering, he was like, yeah, 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 I'm so X-Men in there. They have the phone of the president and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, where did this come from? And I'm just... Like, it just, like, the first 30 Seriously. minutes were just really goofy. There were several really goofy bits that didn't make sense. Professor X we're had just a phone. Was lying. Yeah. yeah. He and, had an Adam West bat phone. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole, like, movie that I guess took place in between Apocalypse yeah. and this movie yeah, that we didn't yeah. see. Well, I mean, it's a, de- well, I mean, a decade happened, so I mean, yeah. it would, I mean, that's how I just... That's what it felt like to us. Well, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, like, when we started watching, it's like, okay, a decade's happened, so that's where all these other things came from. Mm-hmm. Should have been developed a little bit better, obviously, well, but... all of those things were sense. in the right. animated series. So, Go back and watch that. What do you think, Ronnie? The worst part, um, the absolute, the absolute worst, worst part. <laughs> Try to Not pick that one. part, the one that was worse than that. Try to pick one. The other, other worst part. Mystique stuff. It's just, it was so stupid. Took yours again. Contrived, horrible. It Thank is. you, Ronnie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Tell like, about it, Ninja Penguin. I mean, like, the thing is, it's like... You know, she's like, oh, no, stop it. And then, like, you know, a force blast. Okay, whatever. Or let me inch closer. And then Professor X is like, I'm going to prevent everyone from helping you not die. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's like... Because you pulled feminism on me at the last moment. (laughs) Yeah. It was so... It was out of left field, too, by the way. Yeah. No, yeah, no. That was... That, that that didn't bother me as much. I was like, okay, it's just someone bad. Just making it thing, but... Her dying, it's is so forced. I mean, it's it's, it was almost like Professor X let her die because of that comment. <laughs> 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 He's like, you tried was, to tell everybody that I didn't get after me, huh? That's the frog when struck by lightning. But no, it was just, it was just <laughs> your non-continuity anyway. Did you notice his lack of emotion when it happened? Though? I yeah. did notice that. And All that. Someone that had known her for like since she was young. Right. His. Yeah. As he said, his surrogate sister or his foster foster, foster sister. sister. Right. So Yeah, I did notice that. And uh going into that though, building off of that horrible, 
horrible scene, which no one will ever care that she died. Like, I'm so sorry, because she's actually a great, she's a pretty good actress, and she's, yeah. she's good at what she does, she's good at the art, but for some reason, I don't even think she wanted to be in the movie anymore. She, she was like, can you just kill me off in the beginning? That'd be nice for me, so I can go and do, like, real things and not have to deal with this Simon Kinberg guy anymore. That's and what they were like, like, okay, yeah, we can do that for you because you're awesome. I felt that way on the way into work a lot of times. However, what I was going to get to was, okay, so they put her in the ground. They've had the very non-emotional funeral, except for the person who plays the Beast. He's just... Nick Holt. Yeah, Nick mm-hmm. Holt, right? Yeah. He's just... He's doing a pretty good job of being a freaking out like he's he's acting that out well mm-hmm. yeah but then you have this scene where james mcboy and nick holt are sitting in the kitchen trying to have like a cup of liquor and have a talk about it and nick holt like goes off on professor x and professor x is like i hope that makes you feel better and it's like that was a really poorly done scene it was just yeah. really poorly done i didn't feel any Intense intellect coming from either one of them. Honestly, the Nick Holt side of that conversation, I thought was actually decent. But yeah, the Professor X side of that conversation. There's somebody that can read minds. (laughs) Right? He wasn't doing a very good job of it. Wasn't doing a whole lot of it at the time. And I I got where he was going with it. But I mean, for me, from the moment that Mystique started yelling at him in the office all the way to that scene right there in the kitchen where they're arguing about stuff. Anything with Professor X, Beast, and Mystique made no sense to me at all. Well, I mean, it's like if it, if they wouldn't have killed her off, they should have at least had her. It's like, you know what? I'm fed up with this crap. She should have gone and joined the Brotherhood. That's what should have happened. So, it's not like she I didn't just, know where Magneto moved. But right. even, even the little joke things, like, like Quicksilver's jokes where he's like in for a minute and he just says something kind of quippy or something... Just didn't seem funny. They didn't seem timed right. There was no effective. Well, the one near the end where he told the kids to slow down. I thought that was pretty funny. But it wasn't a. It was. Let's just go watch John Wick three again. All right, yeah. Dave. Okay, the worst part. Then this wasn't John Wick three. I thought was when. Well, this is probably just fanboy, but when. They used some generic aliens to take the place of the Hellfire Club. And the Shi'ar. At the same time. And the Shi'ar. Yeah. (laughs) In their defense, what did they really have rights to anyways? I'm not (laughs) sure what they had rights to, and they may not have been wanting to mess up the rights for the MCU to be able to use the Shi'ar Empire. Oh, the Shi'ar Empire. I mean, He actually leaned over and he says, hey, who's Ari? And I was like... I was like, friggin' scroll Shi'ar club? It looked like scrolls. Like, like when you first like see them, I was like, like walking so were these like the brood? Like brood for a minute. I, I was hoping yeah, it was the brood, and that oh, Professor brood, X yeah. was going to be acting weird because that he's was infected with a brood in Right, right, like everybody's actually <laughs> a brood. That's how they retcon this movie. That's actually if good. they were going to continue yeah. going and Disney didn't take ownership of them, they would have the next movie be actually in space and say, no, sorry, everybody was actually a brood. Yeah. But, I mean, they used... The, the first time they retconned. Right? They used the Hellfire Club storyline. They used the brood. They used everything. And they put it 
on generic aliens number one through seventeen. Yep. With no names. And apparently very, very bad at breathing earth oxygen. I don't know why they wanted to take over Earth when every time she tried to speak it was like something like a cancer ward. It's like what's going on? Well, Which is funny. odd too, because also Jessica Chastain, a very good actress in almost everything you ever see her in. Yeah, but I also feel like she got there and was like, I don't. Really but that's it's almost like you're a bad director directing people. Right? He's just new, guys. This is his first movie. New is not an excuse. And you can't blame it's, all of the directing. You can't just say because he's new. He's because new. look at Brad Bird with his first. Or the Wachowski brothers. Movie. Okay. Well, the director of Black Panther is pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he hammered it. He hammered oh, his ideas into the ground. Yeah. And then they rejected them, and then Kevin Feige told him what he should be writing about. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I that's have, a, that's I a have real some real. issues with that movie, but I love Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Casey? Well, go ahead. You, oh, no. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, I will say the Black Panther probably regrows more than this movie ever will, even though... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> even when it goes DVD and overseas, it still won't gross as much Nobody as Nobody doubts that. I'm still buying on Steelbook because I'm a... I'm a... Depletionist. Damn. Dude, okay, you and I are still sitting here with big collector's cups, and <laughs> I actually flirted with the lady to get the one last Cyclops topper. Yep. It's not like I'm not a nerd boy. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Casey? I'm sorry. Worst part. Worst part. No. Most hated worst part of the movie. The one part where you were like... Don't say the opening what? credits. Where you had um, to lean over to Ronnie and be like, is that even real? No, I didn't like Mystique dying. Because that didn't make any sense to me. Because mm. in the other X-Men movies, which she's older... And she's with Magneto, so it didn't make any sense at all. She can still be old. And it I just like, makes herself look young. She can't. Can she come back? That's what I was thinking. I don't Mr. think so. Dude, she could have totally shape-shifted her organs right? out of the way. That's yeah. exactly what I thought whenever it happened. Like, she could like, have developed a new gland that was breathing oxygen, but she was, you know. I was like, she is faking her death so that they will leave her alone. There you go. Yeah, she <laughs> ran away from the X-Men. That's how she did it. She's actually that makes out more sense. at Magneto's place. That's why Magneto was like, you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That would have been way better than the garbage we represented. Yeah. Um, so I, I just one bad thing. The worst. The worst. The worst. The worst. Bad thing. Worst bad thing. Um, I should have been thinking about this the whole time. You should have. Yeah. Actually. Uh, the worst bad thing. I'm gonna have to say the most jarring thing for me. What comes to mind is uh, Xavier and his character, uh, and how it was represented in the first like 20 minutes. 30 minutes of the film. It just didn't feel right at all. Would have made more sense if it was a brood embryo? It would have made. That's a great idea. That's the best that a, idea that yeah. Danny's ever had. I'm going to take back my dang it, Danny. I'm putting it back in the box for a later usage. All right. But yeah, I think that, that was it. Off of my shoulders. And also, uh, Mystique, too. Like, like they've kind of altered her character for this series uh, more and more in the same way. And this is like the culmination of that alteration. And it, to me, it just She took over hurt. the role of the Wolverine epitome. Like, I was a bad person, but you redeemed me, and uh, now I'm really way yeah. better at it than you, so I'm going to condemn you and everything you've done. And 
didn't have a generation. And she also died before <laughs> she could be Rogue's mom. And I'm really glad Hugh Jackman oh, yeah. did not make yeah. a cameo in this. That, that would have made me really sad for Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, Hugh Jackman is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... MCU's already got him. I would say my just worst, worst of the worst, was the whole space shuttle scene. Yeah. Um, especially when you have Quicksilver, who was running through space as if he's on Earth. <laughs> well, he bounced off of stuff, right? Yeah. He, he just was, zipped. He was pulling himself forward. And still, even then, though, that, that's not, that's, that has nothing to do with that. It's just he was, he was quick, you know? It's like, I'm like, what in the world is going on with this? Pretty sure he was using the Speed Force. If it was Flash, I would have believed it. But this is Quicksilver. <laughs> you know, it's like, that really, really bugged me on that one. And then, um, <clears throat> oh, I thought it was really cheesy with the whole super cannon on the bottom of the ship. <laughs> oh, oh, the Cyclopathic Blaster? Yeah, yeah. Cyclops. I, I, I love that. I completely that. That's so that. much good <laughs> merchandising. <laughs> Come uh, on, uh, man. That's like the one time you can be like, okay... I've got this amazing battery-powered eye thing, right? And I can just stick my face into a cannon and shoot you with it. I was like, I mean, it was cheesy. I thought it was kind of cool. It would have been like off of old 1990s Saturday morning cartoon kind of cheesy. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't want one. It does explode. Right? I want a Blackbird with a Cyclops blaster on the bottom. Of it. Honestly, I think that one of the things that, that was so bad about that was it was like that it seemed that was the only reason for him to be there it was like the, it seemed like they added that in just for him to have a reason to be there same kind of well, thing with storm my my thing is you, you have yeah, the ship yeah. that's already falling apart so let's hit it with a powerful optic yeah. blast yeah exactly <laughs> precision to slow it down precision since when is Cyclops precision he can, oh he always is he, he wasn't later in the movie well, well, maybe he did. He was. Because he was ricocheting and stuff. But he That can, was a close second, by the way. He can unlock a door with his optic blast. That is how precise the character is. Well, yeah, how many blades are precise? Well, he kind of has to be, otherwise well, it's pretty lame. Like 16 yeah. years old. I mean, he was taken in when he was like a yeah, freaking but, orphan. Well, I mean, 10 years, that's... It's also space. Yeah, it is space. But he's star powered. It's a solar powered concussive blast. This also took place ten years after the other one, didn't it? Yeah, and he's been training the whole time. Like if he's anything like himself, he already fought. It didn't feel like that. The other thing about that scene was the whole how Nightcrawler, like when Gene was putting everything back together, it's like okay, you're putting everything back together for some reason, okay. But the thing is, like, it's pretty open. Yeah. Because the ship's falling apart. Yeah. He has a line of sight. Right. Yeah. Go. Just grab Just her go. go. Yeah. What the heck? You Make know? this movie not happen. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like Nightcrawler wanted her to be gone. Yeah. I couldn't save her, guys. Oh crap, she survived. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's doing yeah, the vision like Tony Stark. He was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean he's like, well she'd be mad at me. <laughs> and then she's doing the Princess Leia in space. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you can see her. Grab. Oh, they grabbed her. Okay. <laughs> and that was the other part of, with that scene, with what we discussed earlier, with the fact of that they seem like they were introducing the Phoenix Force as this entity, but then they introduced that part of it in the previous movie. 
Yeah. Like he's drawn to her was like in that scene, and it's like, okay, so which one is it? Does she already have Maybe the power, or does she not? The power had attached to her a decade ago during the apocalypse moment, and that's why it was traveling. It was traveling there. Yeah, they did say they came there to find right. her. Yeah. Right. So maybe, maybe that's she... the only way you can explain it. And that's what will have to work. But see, well, now we're writing, we're writing it now. She might be born of the Phoenix Force. Because yeah. it was creation energy is what it was. Right. So and she made it the Phoenix. And when she activated the Phoenix Force while she was fighting Apocalypse, she created a beacon that the creation force followed. Maybe. Right. right. At least like Galactus didn't show up in this one. The little ball of dust. Oh, Galactus uh, was in oh, no, the no. ball. Here's part of it. That was the purple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she ate him. <laughs> Alright. Okay, the whole space like thing too. Nice. Okay, so they put a helmet on Nightcrawler, but they don't put a helmet on Jean. Well, she was... One. She, she can use a telekinetic yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. she was using. Okay. My, my bigger issue was with, he had no air supply in that helmet, and also none of the rest of him was shielded from the radiation of space. Yeah, it is sad that he had no music playing in that helmet. If he had had an air supply rest. playing in the helmet, he would have been oh so much better. He had air supply. He had what was like the bag of holding that you tried to kill Brent. No, they're just playing Genesis in there. Decompression doesn't happen instantly. So, like, all that crawling needs is a few seconds to get in space and then go. And also, as long as Which he's only there for a few seconds. Exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense for something quick. Yeah. As uh, long as he's completely... We could try this in a pool. Like, we'll just duct tape a helmet cut. to Sean. Can we the put a fishbowl? Pool, the yeah. Fishbowl duct tape? Oh, to Sean. And then throw him in the deep end? Yeah. <laughs> See if it works. All right. So... And then he comes out and tries to throw us in front of the train. Let's go ahead and uh, go around. I guess let's give your um, your overview of the entire movie. Okay. And then go ahead and end that with your rating. Okay. Like, out of five stars, what do you give? So give your whole overview of the movie and then get the rating. So, you actually five have is to the worst, right? Five stars is the worst? Five is good. Five is good. <laughs> oh. Half a star is terrible. Now, if you gave it five Frankencastles, that's the worst. Okay. Oh, I get to bring it up. I don't know. Okay. General overview of the movie, kind of what I've said so far already, oh, like the first that. 30 minutes or so were really spotty with like, oh, that was a really good scene. Oh, that was a really horrible scene. Oh, that doesn't make sense. So that was cool. But like as it went on, I, I just got more into it and thought it was better done, especially like the more action sequences and like uh, ways they set different things up. Um, I mean, it, it just kind of grew on me over time. Um, as far as my rating goes, I, I, we were actually talking about this outside. It's kind of weird, typically I have trouble rating this movie, but for some reason I was just immediately knew it was a, I, I think it was a 3.5. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> out of a 5? Out of a 5. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's very fair. Alright, so apparently I have to go into... A different rating system because it's just like Franklin Castle. The Franklin Castle <laughs> system, the worst comic book ever created. Franklin Castle. This is how he's going to rate it. This Five Franklin Kings. Yes, it's uh, higher is not better. Three out of five Franklin Castles. Oh, wow. that's bad. Translate that into stars for me. 
Phantom <laughs> of the Stars, negative one point three five. out of five. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. So, and your overview. So overview, <laughs> it's um, well, it your takeaway. My takeaway from the movie was why on God did I not drink liquor while watching this movie so I could enjoy it more? Oh, I but thought you did. It was. Um, we, we all did. The action scenes, it, they're okay. Uh, I like seeing them use the powers the way they did. I like seeing, they had some great, like, just shots in the movie. Um, there's a lot of things you can tell where the director is a complete noob, especially with the helicopter scene. They focused way too much on that helicopter crashing. Um, but the, on the train. Oh, okay. That one, it took, it's pacing was really bad. Pacing. Yeah, pacing was bad in the movie. The writing was bad. I didn't like the generic aliens. Uh, everybody was wackadoodle and out of character. Um, I just, I just did not really enjoy this movie. I might watch it again just to see How Cyclops. Like just uh, huh? How much you don't like it? Like I'll watch it again just to remind myself why I have hatred in my heart. Okay, was so this as bad as Fantastic Four? Or worse. Which which the most recent one? The most recent one. Oh, oh, oh I actually watched this better than the That's like, what is Whoa. life? Whoa! What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Honestly, oh my god, you just broke my mind. The most this was one. better than that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Absolutely. This just got an extra star that I'm going to give it. I and actually I give my made star. it all the way through this movie. Yeah! What's going next, Tony? I have one quick question for the comic uh, uh, segregation. Say what? <laughs> segregation, man. I'm not saying that as a negative. I mean, it's oh, okay. For the experts. Yeah. Question. We're special. Question, question, please. Do you think you would have hated this movie as much if you didn't know as much about the comics? Yes. Wait. Can I answer that? Because I don't read comics. Yeah. What? I mean, sure. I liked it. Yeah. But that's because I'm not a comic reader. Yeah. So I'm not saying, saying that's I think why, you though. Two, I think I one of the reasons, I'm not saying it was a great movie, but I think one of the reasons you two have such a visceral negative reaction is that you have all this baggage of like, oh, this is... Baggage. baggage you have baggage. baggage. You have all this preconceived knowledge. Well, of like, okay, okay, you, you make that point, but you're talking to a guy that will watch Superman 4 willingly, <laughs> and Batman and Robin, War for Peace, and Spider-Man 3. That's an attempt story. Ooh. You're a masochist. There was a third Spider-Man. <laughs> is this is this better than Spider-Man three? I'm gonna say it is better than Spider-Man three. But I don't read. I'm not in depth in the stories as much. Yeah. Uh, there are certain story arcs that I do pay more attention to. Yeah. Um, this is one of those I haven't really paid attention to. Yeah. Um, but even then, I still yeah. kind of. Well, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm losing. not making the case that it was a good movie, but they are so like it is the worst like one of the worst movies of all time. Okay, so. well, if uh, yeah. to be fair, this is how I would put it. Yes, the Phoenix was one of my favorite characters throughout my entire history of reading comics. Yeah, Chris Claremont's original story with her, yes, was one of my favorite iterations of comic books. It's what got me loving comic books. So yes, my really negative instinct would probably be from that. However, had I not this is a weird hypothetical world that we live in, but had I not had all of that influence and still gone to see this movie, I probably would have just walked out 
my only commitment to stay there through some of the really bad direction and pacing moments was that I love these characters so much. That kept me there. I can see that. I can see that. That's that's definitely okay. So uh, overview, quick overview of the movie. Ooh. Um, oh, that was real quick. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yucky. Um, no, I mean, I, I really want to say that there there were a whole lot of really well done cinematic pictures and uh, aesthetically pleasing moments. However, there was really bad pacing. There was a very bad tone to the acting as if they just really didn't want to be there. Um, and there was also a lot of with the story where it just did not make sense in iteration of this universe that they presented. So for me, my walk away from it is you get to see some cool scenes that for at least if you rewind, like you go into your DVD and you skip ahead to just a cool battle scene, you can watch that over and over again or just watch it on YouTube That's once they you strip it. And then, like, just show me all the moments where Cyclops was cool, um, and just make tons of stills of Sophie, because um, I love her. I can take it. Um, out of out of five stars, only because the Fantastic Four reboot was brought up. Um, Mike B. Jordan, I blame you. Um, I'm not afraid. I mean, he could take me, but I'll still be a Nick Jonas or whoever you said. Nick Jonas. Yeah, screw him. Um, That's Sophia's husband. Oh, dude. They just got married. They right just now. got married. Right now, temporary, okay? Focus. Yeah, it's Hollywood. Don't it's try to sidetrack me. I know what I'm doing here. Um, you might have to fight me, too. Because of the Fantastic Four, this, this rating just got from a 2 to a 2.5. It got a 2.5 out of 5 stars. Uh, because of Michael B. Jordan's even book. I'm surprised you didn't think about that first. I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I completely blocked that movie from my mind. I forgot about Spider-Man 3 until you mentioned it. I'm a completionist now. I didn't even buy the new Fantastic Four movie. Wait, did it just go up another half Like, point? seriously, <laughs> like, if you had Naked Thing and Michael B. Jordan is the Human Torch going against, like, Topher Grace <laughs> Venom, <laughs> and then Mystique randomly dies. That that's a movie. There you go. Alright. Thanks, Fox. Damn. <laughs> hey, that's almost gonna happen. <laughs> what does the fox say? Kill the movie. Kill the movie. What was the question anymore? Your this is your overview and rating. rating. Okay. I haven't even had it. Um, and you're not gonna, because you're gonna get the last of it. So, you gotta stay sober first. <laughs> get the review. I actually, because of the part that I've mentioned at the beginning, because of the scene that you didn't like, but for different reasons. <laughs> The fact that they tried to at least be close and pay homage to the comics 
the space stuff. Yeah, the space stuff. The Hellfire Club I'm overriding in the place of the stupid aliens. The Dabari. That is their name, yes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as stupid Generic aliens. aliens Number 17. Um, there's a lot of parts that I automatically retconned in my head to, oh, they just didn't have the rights to this. And it made it a better movie to me. If you go into it with those retcons in mind, I'm going to give it a 3.5. If you watch it and you see generic alien number 17, I'd give it a 1.5. <laughs> wow. The aliens really bothered me. Me too, man. Me too. Don't use generic aliens. Well, don't use stupid generic aliens. Yeah, yeah. With voice problems. Give me some kind of setup for them. Or Why something. is it that her special power was, I, I'm going to crush your diaphragm? <laughs> she didn't crush people's heads. She didn't rip arms off. She just walked up, put her hand forward, and your diaphragm like turns into a tornado. Like, what? <laughs> well, have you ever gotten what? the air knocked out of you? That's scary. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, sure, but... She really liked touching people in the film. <laughs> but, I mean, like, think about John Gray. You know, he lives through this accident with the most powerful, psychotic redhead ever invented. And then all of a sudden, this weird no-name alien generic. Right. Like, it's not even... It's not even Excedrin, it's... I was going to use Viagra as an example, but I can't think. I overwrote her in my head as Emma Frost. She, yeah, should have been Emma Frost. Instead of yeah. Aleve, it's Nephroproxenthonia. Thank you. Generic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Equate. Casey. Equate. I equate this to beer. Oh, well, I give it a 3.5 because I'm not a comic book person, so and I quite enjoyed it, except for it not connecting to the last movie. I'm That's happy for you, sweetie. I'm glad you could enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That I'm not I had more fun at Blade Trinity. That was, that was actually fun. Oh, well, him too, but just the deal. Alright. John? Um, my takeaway... I mean... It was pretty much what I expected it would be. I didn't really have any high expectations. Uh, it, it was a, a 2.5 out of out of five. Now remember, the really bad Fantastic Four movie exists. I haven't seen that. I, I avo avoided it. I watched the first uh, five minutes of it and fell asleep. I, I did watch um, the first two. Uh, have you ever seen the one that was never released? No, no. It was better. Better. That's better than the last um, all my problems don't stem from like uh, comic book fandom because um, I kind of go into these things knowing they're going to change stuff and I'm fine with that because we still have comic books uh, so it doesn't really affect that is a good thing at yeah. the end of the day I didn't remember that now yeah, I do you're welcome yeah, I'm going to go read a comic book but um, my problems stem from just you know filmmaking problems uh, with narrative and building characters and developing them Pacing. and uh, pacing yeah, uh, so like like what you were saying earlier about the 
uh, plot and like you know we know where we want to end it we want these things to happen and then now let's make our characters do these things to get to these points even if it's out of character and has no explanation uh, and I feel like you know that is a way people write uh, other people write in a way where uh, they have their characters fully fleshed out and then something happens and then they just think about what the character would do and things kind of unfold right yeah. they're two different styles they both have their place um, but uh, this one clearly didn't do the one I just said. But there's, you know, you still want to look at your character and ask yourself, what would this character do in this situation? And am if I he going, does act out of character, he needs to have a reason for it. Am I going to write in an unwritten brood embryo to explain something? Yeah, yeah, if the audience is having to do too much work for something I as... That in the director's cut? <laughs> Why are they making me write the movie yeah. for them? I want to see the brood be there in the director's Yeah, I'm surprised show. they didn't just do that. Because it would explain so much. I really don't know, understand. If you to go have some sort of crazy fun, like, go all the way. Have some sort of crazy yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a last right? outing. Confuse me with weird alien bugs. Awesome. Love you. Yeah. Have them with vampire teeth. Cool. Still makes sense to me. Have them running through space. That hurts Scott's feelings. <laughs> Not so much mine. I mean, you can kick off of Nightcrawler's face and get pretty fast, I guess. But, I mean, this was like literally. I have a comic book in my hands now uh, for all those listening, so I'm happy again. He's happy it's again. literally the last movie. They could have just gone all out and done whatever nutty. they wanted. Just like, completely yeah. nutty. Like I said going into it, are you ready to go watch Sansa Stark kill the Fox universe? She could have killed everybody. I don't understand why they just let them all go at the end. And then I, I like, still have that Deadpool problem. and thrown him through a portal into a different. Yeah, room. yeah, that's gonna yeah. happen. But I like, was halfway expecting a post-credit scene with Deadpool. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry you sat through that. It's okay because we're home now. Don't worry. I, I was just expecting a pop-up yeah. that says the X-Men will return in the MCU. Oh, oh yeah, hey, by the way, you never even brought up the issue. fact that the MCU was the name well, of the cops that she was that, killing all. That was actually yeah, what I was going to talk about. I was going to actually ask if anyone thought that, like the MCU patches, if that was an actual dig at Marvel. Oh, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because he was originally doing that in his previous films. Yeah. Really? Not, for, not towards Disney, but he actually did his... Um, it was Days of Future Past, I think it was. He did kind of nod back to the uh, original X Men trilogy. Um, so, yeah. Because yeah, it, it's, it's the MRD in the comic. Utter iteration. Yeah. So it's not the MCU. Oh, it, it isn't? Okay. It's I thought the that might have been. control yeah. units. Yeah. 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 You can come up with whatever you want. Oh, there was somebody's unhappy because now they don't get to direct any more movies for them. Yeah. Oh, I do have one question. I want to know your guys' opinion on it. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the movie, when they had um, basically all been uh, arrested by federal agents, um, and then, you know, the train blew up, whatever, um, how are they all pardoned? Yeah. Here's the other question. Like, why is Hank really? allowed to teach children again? I really want to know this, yeah. because this ties into that question. How, when only a day before they were like world-renowned and applauded superheroes, yeah. did they already have an entire MCU <laughs> division yeah. and a train just for them and those collars to put on them and, oh, by the way, we're taking them to a detention facility. Prepared. We were pre completely prepared when not only one day ago we loved them, now 
Somebody mentions to me, well, you know, uh, Jean Grey was killing all those people. Actually, no. She stopped some cop cars, didn't kill them, killed a mutant. She crashed a helicopter, but then let them go and almost killed Magneto. She was actually doing mutant hater jobs for <laughs> them. So yeah. why were they mad? They're scared. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So they came out of nowhere oh. to be angry. Well, they also made legislation in one day. Favorite scene. All right. Magneto <clears throat> throwing a helicopter out of his camp. Yes. To save their life. Well, he was more like yeah. keeping it, and yeah. then like he just kind of let go. Did you see the guy that <laughs> held on the very last? Like he was like, like hanging oh, off. Oh, 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 he would have fallen off. He would have fallen off. That was actually Bob the Hydra. I on the helicopter. I would have just ran into the forest. Well, my my problem with that one is okay. If you had this MCU unit, right? Why didn't you send them on the helicopters? Right. Instead of army guys. Yeah. Yeah. With the little weird collar things, too. Like, they were not prepared to take in a mutant. They weren't <laughs> even up. Well, I guess this was the They 90s. were going to ask Magneto very nicely to yeah. talk Gene. I mean, could they just into have, like, all of their cast show up or something like that? It's like, thank you. It's like, I told you they were going <laughs> to mess up. Something so, to make sense with that. John, what was your rating? Uh, it was like 2.5. Yeah, 2.5. Well. Yeah, but I want to put that on, like, you know, an X Men scale. Like, it's. So out of the not out of the movies in the universe, just out of the yeah. So like if Days of Future Past was uh, a five for X Men movies, uh, then this would be a two point five. You got to judge these things in context. Slightly better than the negative one on X (laughs) three. And that's saying something because Wolverine Origins got a one. All right. Yeah, oh. Last Stand was worse than Origins. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit. Oh, that and I love Fomka. I'll watch her doing it. So, <clears throat> my, uh, my overview of it <clears throat> felt rushed. Like like you said, with the whole MCU, like all of a sudden coming in there, and the whole, Every hey, we love you, now we hate you. It's like, there was no transition period. It was just bam, bam, bam. And it was, it just felt really rushed. Like everything was like straight to like, this is part of the plot. We gotta fit in somehow, throw it in there. Um, Then of course, when the other scenes that, I will say, it it reminded me of, uh, what was the Man of Steel movie? Okay. With Superman and Zod were going at it. And he could care less. Hey, there's a building. Yep. There's another building. Who's in that building? I don't care. We're just fighting. And that's what that fight scene felt like in that I have the option of taking you to outer space as well. (laughs) Gene actually (laughs) did that. Bravo, Gene. But, uh, and then of course, you know, uh, with the fights and streets and stuff, they, uh, to me, I kind of understood that part because these are still, to me, inexperienced. Yeah. Um, they, they weren't, they're not as experienced, you know. Uh, they have some years on them, but not quite. Not quite a lot for combat, at least. And in Jean's case, at least, she just got a power boost. <laughs> at that point, you know, Xavier's like, man, maybe I should have ran some civilian simulations for these guys. Yeah. Whoops. 
Maybe I should have taught these kids how to actually seriously fighting on top of the tour bus. Yeah. With the people still on it, that was that was pretty neat. Because it's like, yeah. holy crap! Uh, I can say crap, right? Uh, yeah, dreadlock yeah. man's gonna try to kill me, and Storm's <laughs> like, don't worry, I will electrocute everybody in moment to ice. It's space ice. Don't worry. <laughs> You'll be fine and insulated. Oh, gosh, thank you for reminding me of that scene. The space, space ice? ice? <laughs> the friggin' weather in space. I'm like, what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing? It's just freezing the holes in the spaceship. Yeah, isn't it like pretty cold in space anyway? Usually. It is, and now technically, even she in the comic books, they've never been able to explain her powers. Hank McCoy's constantly like, I don't even know where he comes yeah. from. from well, I, series, too. I mean, I can understand if there's water vapor there, but. Well, there wouldn't. The water vapor inside the ship. From the astronauts who's <laughs> pissing themselves they and they realize they're going to die. They actually have atmosphere inside the ship. Think about how many times the ship's done this. It's like, oh, they've puked, cried, <laughs> All their Capri oh. Sun pouches of Tang are just spilling everywhere. Yeah, oh, man. So anyways, my um, my, my whole consensus on that is just the, it was rushed. It was. Yeah. It felt like they really wanted to continue the series, but they, they knew they couldn't. And so because of that, they had to take this like two to three movie idea and scrunch it into one. And, and that's, call it that's good to be fair, I don't think they thought it was going to be two to three movies. To be fair, I think they were going to release this. And then just keep skipping through like ten, dec- ten, ten decades at a time. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd heard too. It was I, the sixties. Look 70s, how long the series been going on. They weren't really wanting to stop. Yeah. Making know? money? No. Lord no, Sugar Donner not. always wants her. But yeah, look what happened. Because if you go with the original ending, which I read by the way, what they originally were wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Civil War. No, actually, it was Civil War. Yeah. Civil War was the actual original. They wanted this decision between the two groups to, to split the X Men basically because of this event that happened with the Phoenix. Huh. But it falls way too close to an already popular movie, Civil War. And they already don't agree with each other. <laughs> so, anyways, my, my total rating on this, I'll give it three. Three out of five. Right. So, that's mine. It, it was... Spider-Man three there was entertainment. There was some entertainment. I mean, like, uh, like I said about the scene with the, the fight scene in the streets. <laughs> yeah. It was entertaining. It really was, you know. I thought they did the CGI pretty well. Uh, I liked the, the uh, train wreck scene. The subway I or the, the train? The twisty train, where where they actually fought on the train, where it's like they actually had the, the generic aliens and then the mutants are unleashed, basically. I was like this is a pretty cool scene. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a really good scene when Magneto like just crunched all of them. That was turned yeah, them yeah. into a chimichanga oh, and then threw them. I, I, I like the machine gun. Like, he learned something from I like the machine gun. That was good like, too. Now we're talking. Why don't you pick up something that Gatling gun over there? Because sometimes it feels a little bit like he's not really trying too hard. I mean, especially after yeah. Apocalypse, when it's like I almost destroyed the whole world, yeah. by changing hey. the entire magnetic <laughs> structure. Yeah. And then this time he's like, subway car. That's oh, cool he brought the like subway car up, though. With <laughs> people on it. That was yeah. great. That's the only thing that makes it funny. It's like, man, you know, you're such a... It does seem like he's limited by his <laughs> imagination, though. You know? Me, yeah. is... well, that, that was something, too. It was limited. The gun scene was cool, yeah, but it was like, that's the best you can come up with? 
So, but they never go through any like power deficiency yeah. or maybe drug use or anything. It's just sometimes the writers yeah. like he can destroy the world. Sometimes they're like he's just. A, so he figures, hey, the more bullets I have, the you know, more time it takes you to regenerate. Oh, yeah. you're not Wolverine. Yeah. You're just a little bit quicker. <laughs> and I mean, it did slow her down. <laughs> now, technically, he could have continued taking all of the bullets that had already been fired at her and then and cycling back them back through. around until yeah. yeah. they would have become ultra hot. And then, like, she's just encased in, like, molten Ooh, lead. That's such a great idea. That she has cancer by the end of that scene because of the lead poisoning. <laughs> they could have done right. what they did to Dr. Doom in the other Fantastic Four movie. Right. And then super cool <laughs> if Storm was still awake. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and end this podcast. This is actually ran longer than our in-game one, believe it or not. Because yeah, we, we were just less passionate too. <laughs> yeah, a lot to talk about this. Because I have a lot to talk about on Man so, of Steel, and I'm keeping silent. Be sure to uh, listen to the others. If you have not listened to Endgame yet, be sure to listen to that podcast. Like, well. subscribe, share with your grandmother, share with everyone, <laughs> and of course, listen to our other podcast we have, especially with our MCU themed one that we're running currently right now.